you're going to have intentional seasons where you might have some tough conversations and you're going to have to use wisdom to deal with how family and friends might be impacting your budget, your finances, your wallet, your intentions on building wealth. Yeah. On today's episode, we are talking about loud budgeting and how your friends and family can impact your finance. Welcome to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Wesleya and Willa. This is the podcast that empowers you to unleash your steward identity, transform your money mindset, and engage the habits to manage money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. So sit back and relax as we dig deeper into wealth and wisdom together. Hey, family. I'm so glad you guys are here today listening to Wealth and Wisdom together. We are your financial big sister and your financial auntie. And remember that our mission is to tap into your student identity and cultivate the habits that empower you to manage your money confidently, live your life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. We really believe that when you're in charge of your money, you're in charge of your life. So for the last few episodes, we've been talking about money and relationships, specifically money and newlyweds. Then we had an episode about money and children. What are you passing on to your children? What kind of money habits are you passing on to your kids? Today, we're talking about money, relationships, and family and friends. How does your interacting with your family and friends impact your finances? We say in the beginning that we want you to tap into your steward identity. Now, your steward identity is it's a way of life. It's about knowing who God is, understanding who you are in Christ, and using your time, talent, and treasures to bring glory to our Lord. So when you embrace this identity, you become more intentional about your financial decisions. That's really going to be <laughs> pertinent today because when you are intentional about your financial decisions, your family and friends, sometimes they understand, sometimes they don't. So anyway, you will start to see how your resources, you're going to see them in a different light. You see them in the light of Christ as you are walking in your steward identity. Now, remember, as you do this, you're not alone. Together, we are activating wealth and wisdom according to Ecclesiastics 7, 11, and 12. Let's dive into this and start this conversation. Well, uh, money and relationships, that could be a, a topic of conversation that we can have for many episodes because we love our friends and we love our family. But sometimes we can allow their influence <laughs> Oh, boy. To be a hazard to our financial health. And if you haven't, I want you to take a moment to consider the impact that your family or friends might be having on your finances. Just think mm -hmm. about it for a moment. Is it possible that you might not have noticed how it has negatively impacted your wallet? 
Is it? It's a look. We know that we're in a season of loud budgeting. That's what's trending right now. Yeah. And it is not new, (laughs) but it is new to some. Loud budgeting is your financial empowerment. It is you being open and honest about your season of frugality. And we talked about that. We've talked about how before (laughs) as you are journeying. Yeah. As you are navigating your milestones of wealth and wisdom, you're going to have seasons of frugality. You're going to have intentional seasons where you might have to have some tough conversations. And you're going to have to use wisdom to deal with how family and friends might be impacting your budget, your finances, your wallet, your intentions on building wealth. Now, what is loud budgeting? If you've been on TikTok, you might already have the definition, but we're going to tell you what it is just to refresh your memory. According to NerdWallet, loud budgeting is this approach about looping others into your financial goals. See, that's why we're talking about friends and family, money and relationships. So it's about looping others into your financial goals and combating money shame. Now that is key. That's combating money shame. In other words, you are standing very empowered Mm -hmm. to say I'm in a season of frugality. (laughs) This means making better spending decisions that support your goals and being honest with friends and family about why you're opting out, why you're opting out of gatherings that require you to spend, why you're opting out of going out to dinner and going to brunch and going away for weekend trips. It's about aligning how you spend your money with your goals you want to achieve. When you remove the shame, it becomes very empowering. When Mm -hmm. you have a season of frugality, it is a season. It is up to you to dictate how long that season is. So anything that we're saying today, please do not get it misconstrued to say that. It is an all or nothing. We do not even coach along that premise. We coach about having balance. We coach about having a holistic and empowering standpoint as it relates to how you gain wealth. Our whole tag is manage your money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally, which lets you know that we're not all or nothing. However, comma, (laughs) You will have times where you're going to pull back. And so in those times, you are remembering that your financial decisions are personal and based upon what you have going on at the moment, based upon what you value at the time, based upon where you are trying to go. So we're so glad that Gen Z and TikTok is making budgeting cool. I love it. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> so today we want to talk to you about the family and friends and that can trigger loud budgeting. Now, remember, Ugh. loud budgeting is you being empowered to say, I'm going to bring you into my financial goals so I can combat the money shame. The friends and family that we're about to tell you about now, a lot, they might trigger this loud budgeting. Okay. Mm. I love it. I love that definition that you gave of loud budgeting, because when you talk about the money shame, eliminate that. 
absolutely eliminated. And then you talk about opting, opt out. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. You choose not to do a certain thing. Mm -hmm. I, I just love it. But we do want to talk about those friends and families that may trigger us to allow budget. <sighs> to allow budget. Well, entrepreneurs. We're entrepreneurs. We understand that. So, you know, we really want to support Black-owned businesses, faith-based businesses, women-owned businesses. It's encouraging. In supporting them, there could be some other ways that you can support them. Because if you make that purchase and it hinders your goal, then you're not helping yourself. But you want to help them. It's in your heart to help them. So here's a solution. Another way that you can support them is well, refer others to them who have the need for the thing that they're selling. Or if they have an affiliate program, hey, definitely refer them then. Write reviews for them. Give testimonials for them. If you've had their services or you know someone who had their product, write something positive for them on social media or by word of mouth, networking, so that you can build them up and then open up leads to them. That's a way of helping them without opening up your pocketbook and potentially taking you off budget. Because remember, you're in a season of frugality. You are allowed budgeting. You ain't ashamed. You want to help. But you just wanted to find a way to help them. Yeah. You went to uh, yeah. And while you're allowed budgeting, how else can I help you without spending money that I didn't plan to spend? I got it earmarked for something else. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you don't have to buy a product at every drop. Let the FOMO go. <laughs> Let the FOMO oh. go. Another friend or family member mm -hmm. is the socialite. Uh-oh. Who in your circle is the socialite? Who is in your circle that does not need an excuse to celebrate or to party, to fellowship or to have fun? Who is the person in your circle that knows all the trending brunch locations, the rooftop parties, all the events around town, and you have a standing invitation to come along for the ride? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's the socialite in your circle? The socialite in your circle is going to trigger loud budgeting. <laughs> Why? Because you need to be able to let that person know that I am going to show up and you make the decision to keep your expenditures low. You're just going to get cocktails. You're only going to have an appetizer. Maybe you're just going to order dessert. You have the alternative to say, you know what? Thank you, but no thanks because mm -hmm. we're looping our friends into our financial goals. So you can say, thank you so much for the invitation. But this quarter, I've limited my entertainment budget. So I'm going to be doing more <laughs> things that require less money. So you have a game night at your house, I'll come through. I'm hosting a game night at my house, roll through. If you value fellowship, you value community with your friends, that doesn't mean that in this season that you can't connect with them. But your connections with them does not have to be so costly. 
And this is a way that you can allow budget and let them know, you know what, I'm there. But then you make the determination to keep your expenditures low. <laughs> I love that. There's another one that I can think about, and it's the forever fundraiser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the forever fundraiser, collecting mm -hmm. money for so many causes, worthy causes. Absolutely. But you cannot contribute to all of them. One dollar for every step <laughs> that I walked in the cancer walk. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Good causes. That's I've I've been in the cancer walk. Yes, I've been causes. in the kidney walk. I've been in all of those. But I can't go in every single if you go to the five Ks and mm -hmm. the runs, there mm -hmm. uh, so many. <laughs> anyway, they're worthy, but if that's not in your budget for this season, maybe you'll give to one, but you can't give to all 10 of them. Okay. Yeah. So how else can you help? Look, maybe if there's some petitioning that they need something done on social media, or if they need you to, I don't know, write something for them, make a sign for them, do something to take a little weight off them so they can be out talking to other people who are prepared to give to their fundraising events. Help in other ways when cash is not there and not available and be okay with that. We can't save all the animals. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we are curing all the diseases. Yeah. We are doing that. We can't do it all. And, and what is that thing? It says you can have it all, but not all at the same time. Yeah, we can yeah. do some but not all at the same time. So let's figure out how we can help the fundraisers without having to do it all now yeah. and break our budget. And and, th and in this season in your life, you probably have a lot of friends that have a lot of kids. So they might not be the fundraiser. All the kids, Girl Scout cookies. Oh boy. Pizza kits. Uh, popcorn. It's so pop <laughs> Oh boy, that popcorn! Okay, don't get me oh started on that ninety dollar double, double good popcorn because I just hundred. <laughs> I know that double good it, popcorn to get you every good. time. Like if you good. only got four days to buy that popcorn too, <laughs> it's good. That's a good one though. I know it is. However, if that is not the last one that budget? came by me, the last one that came in my email, I thought about what happened the time before, <laughs> and I said no, I'm not gonna buy a hundred dollars worth of popcorn I'll, I'll just send the kid the portion that they will uh get out of this I'll right and that. you know what and you don't have to buy the popcorn you can just donate and well, they don't say credit. that i don't see i'm just gonna... oh it's a button you can just donate and you don't have to buy the popcorn you can just donate the money okay well now i know <laughs> i'll do that <laughs> okay i'm sorry i digress who in your circle <laughs> of family and friends is the extravagant gifter Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the person who most of the time we like to exchange presents of moderate value with our friends and family. But this is the person that always goes overboard. <laughs> but then yeah. by way of guilt, you feel forced to reciproc reciprocate. Yeah. And then by reciprocating, you have blown your gift giving budget. Loud mm -hmm. budget, loud mm -hmm. budget. Suggest a dollar amount. That's all you have to do is say, you know what? <laughs> In this season, this Christmas, we're going to no gifts over $50. In this season, no gift over 
$100 or whatever the dollar amount is. Mm-hmm. And what I mm-hmm. appreciate about that, because we've actually done it in our family because we have a very large family. But, and so we pick names. And not only do we pick names, we pick names mm-hmm. and we give a specific dollar, dollar amount. amount. Okay. But it is so fun to try to max the value. Right. So all of us are running around trying to figure out ways that we can get the most expensive like gift with the mm-hmm. lowest cost. So that's mm-hmm. one one way that you can go about doing that. Another way you could go about doing that is allow your creativity to do the work. And so some of the best gifts under this limited dollar amount comes with the creativity and the thoughtfulness that mm-hmm. goes into the gift. And so different things are curated, gift boxes, gift packages but it's based upon stuff that they know that you like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. way that you can still give a meaningful thoughtful personalized. loving personalized yeah. gift yeah. that does not actually have to cost a lot of money so if you have an extravagant extravagant gifter in your circle loud budget have the conversation this year birthdays we're going to max out the gifts to be this amount of money or the the gifts are going to only be things that we create. But if we create them, don't spend over X amount of dollars, right? So there are ways that you can work together. And I just keep mm-hmm. reminding you, looping your friends into your financial goals without money shame. So yes. don't feel any shame because you're having a conversation about how you're going to pull back on what you spend on gifts. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry I laughed because I think about a situation that I've had in the past. Mm. And I'm going to call this person an enabler. (laughs) Okay? Listen. (laughs) Have you ever been torn between the option, I don't know, of spending a lot of money on an item Mm -hmm. and versus keeping the money in your pocket, keeping it in your budget? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. you got it in that bank account set aside for ABC. Now, this enabler friend, family, always seems to talk you into buying that item. You do want it, but you don't really need it. And if you get it, it's going to (laughs) tap. It's going to tap that bank account that you're saving for that other thing that you really do want and need. All the while, they thought they was doing me a favor because it was like, oh, girl, go get girl, that. it. It's on girl. sale. It is. Go get it. It is mm. on sale. You mm-hmm. never, you don't, they only mm-hmm. have two left. Mm-hmm. You don't know when they don't roll around. Wait, now you're not that enabler, are you? <laughs> Watch yeah. out. No. Uh, no, you my accountability partner. So, so I know, I, I know, know I can walk. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I have taught myself to walk into the store, see it turn around and walk out the store but i have been the enabler i will admit i have been the enabler and Mm -hmm. i also have allowed others (laughs) to enable you yes (laughs) well i appreciate the enablers but this is a situation where the loud budgeting does become important again hey y'all thank you you know i want it you know i want it and you know i don't need it but i want it but I'm going to tell you is something else I want even more. Yeah. And because of that, I'm away. Uh, and that old adage, 
if it's for me, it's going to be here when yeah, I get back. If it's, yeah, if it's for so, me, it's for me, yeah. So, you know, I just let me keep my shopping dilemmas <laughs> to myself. I'm just going to keep it to myself because next time I'll just kind of cruise out to the mall by myself. <laughs> and I won't be tempted. I won't be tempted. But the enabler means well because I want you to have nice things, but they don't always know that you got something else going on. And that's something else going on is that new goal that you got. Yeah. So I got to have that conversation with them and share like, listen, girl, I want that, but I got something else that's even better than that. Mm -hmm. I literally just had that conversation about <laughs> Usher tickets. Oh, I did yeah. because I was like, I'm getting Usher tickets in Detroit. Well, uh, there was four digits by the time I got on Ooh. in Detroit. So then I said, oh, Usher's going to be performing in Phoenix in November. Mm -hmm. I saw the tickets and I was just like, I don't, it's $700 <laughs> where I want to sit. Now, mm -hmm. granted, there were nosebleeds for 115 but the experience that I wanted, there were seats mm -hmm. for 500 and then there were seats for 700 And I mm -hmm. just had to have a conversation with yourself. I had a conversation with somebody who was like, if that's what you want, girl, 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 girl you better go get you know, them tickets. Because you didn't see him in, in Vegas and you wanted to see him in Vegas. And But there was a reason why I didn't spend the money to see him in Vegas. So I had to sit with myself even when I saw these tickets. And honestly, I had to pull back because I was like, why am I really trying to get these? Is that the investment I want to make to see Usher? Or is that just the noise of... The excitement because everybody is like, Usher, 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 Usher baby, Usher, 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 right Usher baby. <laughs> and so I actually made the decision and I just said, you know what? I'm okay with not seeing Usher. That's not where I want to put that investment. I want to put that investment someplace else. And you I don't want to put that. it there. Hmm? You good I'm, with that? I'm good with it. There you go. I'm good with it. I, I sat in it. I, I'm good with it. I looked twice. I just, I'm good. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> Now, if you no. see Ursha Kasha, it's on my stories. No, I'm just playing. Uh, no, but yeah. I'm over it. But no, I get it. You can't have that person that will be like, you better get it. <laughs> when you going to see Usher again? Mm -hmm. But anyway. I'm trying to be bougie. Well, <laughs> I was just getting ready to say. <laughs> I know we all have that bougie friend in our circle. She, she was being passive aggressive back there. That She was mm -hmm. trying to throw me under the bus. It is what it is. <clears throat> Do you have the bougie friend? So check this out. Your season might call <laughs> for just streaming a movie at home mm -hmm. and, you know, eating a frozen pizza, or making your own pizza or, you know, whatever it is. You got an air fryer. You're going to throw your French fries in that air fryer and you're going to sit down and get you some barbecue sauce and you're going to watch a movie and you're going to be happy. Chicken wings. Mm -hmm. But the bougie friend doesn't <laughs> want any part of your frugality. <laughs> Mm-hmm. See, your mm -hmm. bougie friend likes to go to the expensive wine bars. Mm -hmm. They want to go out and eat the sushi. They want the $200 a pound sushi. Almost like the socialite, the, the popping spot. <laughs> but here's the catch. You're starting to feel embarrassed to say no all the time because you don't mm -hmm. want to feel like the broke friend. So the bougie friends, you feel like we're on the same level as it relates to like career path and where we are professionally and probably in alignment with money. But, she, you know, she doing all of this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. 
I'm in my seasons of, of frugality. So mm-hmm. it, again, true friend, be honest with her or him. Be honest and let them know that right now it's not in my budget. Loud mm-hmm. budgeting is not in my budget. I'm in the season of frugality. So I'm not, this is how I'm living. This is what I'm going to do. I don't, it doesn't have to be the most expensive. I don't have to go to Nobu for dinner. I don't have to have a, I don't, I can go to Trader Joe's and get me a rack of lamb and mm-hmm. roast it in my oven. Mm. And I'm okay. I don't have to spend $65 for two chops. So mm. it's so funny because we speaking, we went to my family and I went to dinner and we had a celebration. It was actually my husband and I's birthday celebration. So we were all out as a family. It was like mm-hmm. five of us out. My daughters were in town. My mom was in town and I ordered a bottle of wine. I ordered a Riesling and <laughs> it was a bottle. It was, a, I don't know. Nah. I'm not a wine aficionado, so I don't buy two $300 bottles of wine. But I did. I think it was like $50. I don't know. Bought $50, bought the bottle of wine. We shared the wine, whatever. My daughter said, she was like, oh, yeah, this is real good. She said, well, wait, I. She said, the bottle looks familiar. Mm-hmm. She went on her phone. She pulled it up and she said, oh, my, Uh-oh. I get this bottle at Fry's or Kroger, Ralph's, wherever your grocery store. I get this mm-hmm. bottle for $12.99. But they were selling at the restaurant for $50 a bottle. So I'm saying to your bougie friend, pull it on back. back. <laughs> pull it on back. If 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 you, d- listen, you could be frugal with me. That doesn't stop your bougie friend from being bougie. You go do what you do. But right mm-hmm. now in this season, as we are engaging or as you are engaging with me, um, let's pick options that are more in line with my budget and just be open and honest about it. Looping your friend in to your financial goals with no shame. And you know, I keep saying that. I keep saying that over and over because, again, especially if you feel like you're the broke friend, you're not broke. Mm-hmm. You are financially empowered and making intentional decisions about how you want to spend your money. And that's how you're going to stay financially empowered. <laughs> when you talk about the reasoning, I think about hmm, the bottle that I have in the refrigerator in the garage (laughs) it's the sweet reasoning that usually comes out around thanksgiving time the fall Mm -hmm. oh boy so nonetheless it's in the refrigerator so uh, this person likes to come by and i call this person the opportunist okay Mm. Mm-hmm. They like to come by and do things like go in my refrigerator <laughs> or see what's in the freezer or borrow stuff. I'm almost afraid to let them in the garage because it's like, oh, you have one of them? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Yes, you can use it right here, but you can't take it away because <laughs> you're never going to bring it back. I'll never see it again. You know, <laughs> just, just taking the opportunity or the chance to use my stuff instead of come on let's go use some of your stuff another thing that they do sometimes if we are out eating together uh can you get this and i'll zell it back to you later or cash you got your phone (laughs) (laughs) can you do it right now or better yet we can split this right here because i think i remember a history of this kind of thing so 
I'm going to take the opportunity to tell you, opportunist, no. Mm. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say no. Better yet, it's going to help me to next time. Maybe I'll ask you, are you prepared? But it feels so good to be able to say no. I don't want to do it because if I do it for you now, it's going to impact what I've been setting aside for. Yeah. So, baby, not this time. <laughs> not this time. <laughs> not this time. So when we think about really loud budgeting, it's okay. I'm not ashamed. None of us should be ashamed to say, I don't want to do that right now. Or I can't do that right now. Yeah. And can't isn't always a negative. Can't be, can't, can't, can be. I'm saying can't because I just choose to. I choose, I choose to. not can't to. Can't is a choice. It's an option. And my option is to not do it. Right. That's it. It's just to not do it. So I, I really, I love it. I just love it. Willa, you're right. Sometimes we just have to say no. Yeah. No is a statement. No sets a boundary. And no is okay. It is okay. So we have to seal, as we always do, we have to seal this with wisdom from the word. So Willa, yeah. go for it. Listen, there's always a passage to help us seal. And so Isaiah 61 and 7 says in the NIV, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Now think about that. Think about that. The hardest part of loud budgeting is really overcoming the money shame. But instead of that, we're going to get a double portion from the Lord. And that money shame is not shame that you have within you. It's the perception that others may have because you're saying no, you're saying no by choice. You're saying no, and you are removing from your brain that perception that you're going to be the broke person in the room. You don't want to feel like you're the broke person in the room. So money, loud budgeting is helping us to eliminate that thought. It's helping us to focus on our steward identity, helping us to focus on how we are living our lives in such a way that we will inherit that double portion. So we walk along with Isaiah and say, yes, instead of shame, we're going to receive that double portion and we're going to rejoice in our inheritance. And our inheritance is going to be that goal that we reach as we are walking in and prioritizing the things that we have set aside for those funds, for that money. That is a great passage. I love the promises of the Lord. Always. And I love how he always shows us how, what we would get on the other side, the yes. light on the other side, the dark, the beauty mm -hmm. on the other side of ashes. Yeah. And he's saying that on the other side of this shame <laughs> is a, it's double a double portion. portion. That's all right. Because instead of disgrace, you're going to rejoice in your inheritance. Yep. Walk in your steward identity. Walking so in it. Walk in it. So the takeaway, 
the key to dealing with all of this, it is communication. Mm-hmm. And it is overcoming money shame. Yeah. Now, in every instance, you can choose to let the person know it's not within your budget right now. Or you can let them know that, you know, hey, I just I prefer to save. Right. I just prefer to to save. It's not it's not in alignment with my intentions right now. The conversation may even be a little awkward, but that awkwardness, you'll get over the awkwardness very quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Look at your bank account. Right. (laughs) So at this point, we said in the intro, we're so glad that Gen Z and loud budgeting is making budgeting cool. Mm hmm. So we want you to be all right to let people know <laughs> that not this quarter, Mm-mm. not this year, it might be not this week, whatever it is, not this pay period. That's you right. Let them know, include them, include your friends into your financial goals and overcome money shame. Stick we hope up you- for yourself. Yes, put your and mask on back first. In charge of your money. Yes, put your mask yeah, on yeah, first, yeah. and then you can help somebody else. That's it. We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> we certainly did. I yeah. am your financial big sister. Willa is your financial auntie. We're your financial mm-hmm. coaches and mentor. Our end goal for you is Truly. always fulfillment and wealth on your terms. Yes. See. Loud budgeting allows you to walk in your terms. Oh, yeah. As you trust God, trust yourself, and trust the process. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bye for now and continue to tap into the advantage of wealth and wisdom together. Until next time. Hey, family. If you would like to support us, please make sure to hit the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episode. And if you found this episode valuable, please share it with your friends and family on social media. Don't forget to follow and like us on Instagram and Facebook at Wealth Wisdom Together. Your support means the world to us and helps us to continue to provide great content for you. Thank you for listening and look forward to another great episode next week.